Hello, and thank you for listening to a podcast called Born Star, Born Star, Born Star. Where you recognize, where you recognize your star. Because you're a star wherever you are. You are the light in the darkness, and you provide something that makes it happier to exist in a place where no one looks up from their phone anymore because that's kind of the world we're living in now. So recognize your star power, own who you are, and be brilliant, be bright, be something different than just uh, following sheep like everybody else. Uh, First part of our conversation that we're going to be talking about today is, you guessed it, no media allowed, no media allowed, no media allowed, because they lie to us anyway. Don't they lie to us anyway? Can I tell you that it is very annoying that politicians try to utilize social media to get points across, uh, talking to each other. Why is Joe Manchin writing anything in fucking Wall Street Journal? Why don't they, like, have conversations? If they're in a building and they constantly see each other, why do they utilize uh, social media and media to try to play us? Like, I don't give a shit what you're doing enact some policy or some laws to make this place better because the only people that are actually succeeding in in loving their life are rich people and the one percent everyone else is paying taxes and a bunch of other ridiculousness there's so many problems in this country and no one wants to take any responsibility for it and the goody two-shoe idea from democrats to just constantly give shit away It only affects one group of people, the middle, the middle. I'm talking about middle class. Just the irony of the fact that you're trying to say that you're going to create a preschool system that allows parents to go to work. It already exists. It, it, It was already created many years ago. Like, so what are we talking about? Why are we acting like... People that have kids deserve a tax credit because the people that make the same amount of money that I make don't get a tax credit. We're not talking about normal people. You're talking about giving a tax credit to a certain specific group of people that are not making a certain amount as another. Great. But how does that affect me? It it doesn't mean anything to me because one... I don't have any kids. Do I want to have kids? Yes, someday. But I'm a responsible adult. And I understand that, you know, when I have children, I would like to have a house or a condo. And I also want to be financially stable. Not that I'm not financially stable now, but I want to have even more stability for my children. Now, a lot of people think like I do. I'm not alone. There's many people that are very young that aren't thinking about having kids. And then there's other people that are very young that are struggling with kids. There's a difference there. But that doesn't have anything to do with me. Nothing. It's not my responsibility to have money taken out of my paycheck so your bum ass could get a daycare. What does that mean to me? Nothing. And I think that the Democrats are actually in trouble. I feel like... They are likely going to lose the house. People are tired of them saying they're going to do something and not doing it. No one wants to hear AOC on social media talk about how she's fighting for the rights of people. No, you're fighting for the rights of specific people. Like, and I'm an independent, so I don't really feel like I have a side. And the reason why I'm an independent is because it feels like the Democrats only want to work with a certain amount of people and it's not me like it's not like they're they're not going after college educated working middle class women like that's that's not their group so where do i fit into that and i know i don't like republicans because all they want to do is give a tax break to people and they don't care now like like me there's other people that agree with me and and they consider themselves independents as well because they don't like any party and they know it's a bunch of crap why do they get to go on TV, on media, and say one thing on Sunday, and then on Monday do another thing, and then go write a legislation or something in a paper? What is that? And why is no one holding them accountable? I mean, no one is holding them accountable. You know that? Do you realize that 
they basically get to act as crazy as they want to act. Marjorie Taylor Greene is insane. And as much as I don't like what AOC does or the lies that she says or the ridiculousness that comes out of her mouth, honestly, I don't know if I could blame her. Do you know that her past job was a bartender? Like, she didn't have a corporate job. And I'm not trying to... uh, discuss AOC's prior life. What I'm trying to say is, how do you think she went from that to having a Tesla and living on top of Amazon? Yet she wants to talk about her priority as a progressive, you know, part of the team. None of you progressive team members are doing shit because AOC certainly was was there for that vote about whatever happened in Israel and tears and all. She did exactly what Nancy Pelosi wanted her to do. Now, that kind of shows me she doesn't actually have any power. She pretends she does. They all do. At the end of the day, they all have money. They're all slowly moving their way up. And you know who's not? Me. Independence. I'm not saying I can't get a better position and get a higher wage. I'm saying that... Regular people don't have a say. And if they keep doing this, if they keep electing people in office that are going to do this shit, like, things aren't going to change. What is she doing for her district in New York, aside from telling Amazon not to go there? Now, I don't know why you're talking about Amazon, AOC, because Amazon employs a lot of people. And why you you might not like some of the things that they do, that's your opinion. Why you don't see... What Amazon is, is another issue. Like, it owns Whole Food. It provides endless jobs. We're talking about delivery every day. It's something that people like to utilize. It's a job that can be very beneficial and help people get out of poverty and move up and and have a life that they can enjoy. And you told them not to go to New York. Because of some tax stuff. And while I know that people that make a certain amount of money are supposed to pay taxes, you can see why that kind of sounds dumb. Since other companies get tax breaks all the time. Let's not even get into a conversation about Wall Street and what all the stuff that they do. Like, these little apps, like Stash and a bunch of these other things that try to get people to put a certain amount into it so they could get some money into the stock market, that's not how to do it. Like... The stock market isn't for, like, day trading because, first of all, you have to figure out your taxes on it, and it's a lot of work goes into that. But these politicians got their dirty hands and everything, and they're not doing anything. But the point of uh, no many allowed today is just to say that these politicians must think we're stupid. They're not doing anything with the infrastructure bill. Why did they need to call uh, Build Back Better? When was the United States better? Like, when? And when? Like, when? Like, this country is still talking about the Constitution that was created during slavery that only wants to punish black people. And I know it sounds like I'm being a racist on minorities, but that's exactly what that was. Now, of course, there's all different color people in the United States of America. There's Asians, Chinese, there's Spanish, there's all sorts of races everywhere. And there should be. There's Haitian people, there's Jamaican people, there's Irish people, there's German people, there's Italian people, there's mixed people, there's every people. And and that's wonderful that we have a nation that's got a, a bunch of different people living in it. It's sort of like a beautiful flower full of different colors. That's great. But knowing that doesn't mean we get to lie and act like what didn't actually happen here didn't happen here. This country is built on hating one group of people, blacks. And you can't just constantly blame them for what occurs. They don't give you access to the same things as other people. And they created a bunch of things that's unfortunate. And Joe Biden was part of the problem. And he still is part of the problem. Um, I mean, why are we talking to Joe Manchin and Kristen Cinema? Why do they even get any airtime? And I don't want to hear Pod Save America talk about the fact that Joe Manchin is really 
you know, stuck in his centrist ways. We don't care about his centrist ways. Roll him over. Do whatever you got to do. Play ad after ad after ad. You got all this money that you gain from stupid people giving it to you. Figure out a way to make him turn. You know, like Two-Face, work your, work your Gotham City magic on him. Like, stop playing. Like, here's my thing. When Republicans have parties, they don't ask permission to use it. They use it. So why can't the Democrats do the same thing? And I don't want to hear after they lose all this stuff how difficult it was because of Republicans. Dude, Mitch McConnell sucks. We know that. A lot of the Ted Cruz sucks. Ron DeSantis should be in jail for trying to kill everybody that lives in the state. Um, It's funny that COVID is going down, but there's still a bunch of morons that refuse to get the COVID-19 vaccine. It should be mandated in this country. It really should. I'm, I'm just tired of the government acting like they're doing something. The idea that they gave people unemployment for two years and COVID's basically over at this point, stop. Like, why didn't it end sooner? Like, now they have a shortage with em- employees because people don't want to work, man. You created an environment where people think they don't have to work. All they have to do is get treats without tricking for it. Get it trick or treat. Like, if you want to earn a salary, you have to work for it. If you want to earn money, you start a job. That's the only way you're going to get money. But the United States of America basically said, hey, you want to make the same amount of money not doing anything? Here you go. And it took them almost two years to stop it. Now people are wondering why. And I kind of don't care about the salary thing because it calls in line with what we were talking about last week. If you want a bigger salary, then you're going to have to do something to get it. And the something to get it isn't complaining about the fact that you don't have a bigger salary. You're going to have to go to college. You're going to have to get a some sort of a skill set outside of a college. You're, you're going to have to do something. Uh, you may, you're going to have to go into the army so you can start off at a livable middle wage salary. Like, if, if you want to live differently, then you have to go chase that. No one's going to give it to you. That's why there's college. Granted, it's not cheap. It's an asset. Just like a house or a condo or a car. Like, you're spending your money to have something. Like, hello, wake up. Why do we keep giving handouts and we keep creating an environment for people where they don't have any responsibility and they're just inept and just okay with just living basic why why is that a part of conversation i don't get it but okay um it's very strange to me and um i don't understand for the love of god i don't get it but that's just me and what do i know you know i mean here we go again basically Biden saying one thing and doing another. And I don't understand why they're having conversations and he met with Republicans and why they're trying to do bipartisan anything. Because when Trump was in office, they didn't ask Democrats for shit. Nancy Pelosi pretended like her job really mattered and it doesn't. And we keep talking about how old they are. Do you understand that these people are like in the they should be in a retirement home age and they're running the country? Someone needs to alert the sirens and get somebody to pay attention to get their ass out of their jobs. They they need to be gone. There needs to be an age limit on how old you can be in office in the United States of America. There's not much in in their minds once they start to get like Alzheimer's or memory loss. And like Obviously, they have aides that are much younger, but it's just all a shit show. And I don't know if anything's going to happen, but that $3.5 trillion idea of giving a tax cut to people that don't really deserve it, that don't work hard anyway, and the idea that you're going to make school free for like a two-year education when it's basically free anyway, how the hell does that work? Why don't you make universities free? Forget 
associate's degrees. Who wants an associate's degree? No one will hire you. Are you kidding me? That's not for the service industry. Like, I don't... What are these people doing? Like, I got a lot of questions. But that's the news of the day. Nothing's changing. It's Monday. It's a holiday. And nothing changed. Uh, By the way, happy Columbus Day or happy Indigenous Day or whatever the hell they're calling it. I have no idea. Idea. You think if they want to give Native Americans a day, they'll just give Native Americans a day. Why does it have to be indigenous? Come up with a better word. Like, it's just so disrespectful. I don't know. Anyways, happy Monday. And let's get on with the conversation outside of no media allowed, no media allowed, no media allowed. Because they allowed us anyway. Next part of our conversation Will retail change? I I definitely think it's going to change. It's been changing. People realize they could use Amazon far more than they thought they could. They also recognize that Instacart is amazing and you need to get it. Uh, you could do one-day delivery with Target or you can get a membership to Walmart and get stuff delivered in two days too. Like between Walmart, Target, and Amazon, and delivery online and Zulily, I don't know why you'd ever want to go to a store, honestly. You could even order stuff off Forever 21, H&M. People will tell me that. People will tell me that. They'd rather go into a store to try on clothes. I can understand that. But, dude, if I'm buying something off H&M and I already know what size I wear, I'm pretty much just going to guess. I don't know, especially if the deal is better. Like, if you have a H&M membership, they sometimes give, like, better deals on, like, like certain percentage off if you order online versus go to the store. So I advise to take advantage of that. Uh, but I don't know. With the holiday coming up, I think retail is still going to be fine. I, I think re- uh Shopping gives people an excuse to get out of the house after a year of COVID, after almost two years of COVID, trying to take precautions and be smart. And while you still have to be smart and I would wear a mask and I would still maybe not be up on everybody. It's nice to get out of the house and go, you know, do things that we used to do normally. Um, So if you can take advantage of that. I think retail is going to be fine. I think that people have recognized that sometimes brick and borders aren't the best idea. Sometimes online is better. And there's so many ways to navigate and shop. It's just ridiculous. Like, let's hope that the shipping issue with all these boats stuck gets better. But outside of that, I think shopping is, is going to be, you know, where it's supposed to be. Target, Marshalls, Home Goods, all these stores. Just, I, I don't think they're going to have any trouble. TJ Maxx. You know, the Nordstrom store, you know, uh, you know, if you're in the city, you, they've got all these stores on uh, 8th Street. Like, New York's going to be fine. Like, the East Coast is going to be fine. California's fine. Like, I don't I don't think we have anything to worry about. Like, Chicago, I think everything is going to be fine, especially with the holiday. Like I said, people are going to be buying Christmas gifts. They're going to be starting early. People are going to be, like, you know, making sure their their pantries are full And, you know, retail is going to be fine. You know, I really do think it has bounced back. I think it's going to be even better than it was because they're going to have deals, Black Friday. Who knows what's going to happen? But I I think it's going to be fine. So next part of our conversation, outside of the fact that retail is going to be fine, when greed is at the center, things will fail. So what do I mean by greed? I'm talking about politics. Why do they get to have all this money, yet they never utilize it in any way that helps out people actually? They have all these grandiose ideas about what the hell they want to do, but it only helps a certain group of people. That goes back to what I was talking about with child credit. What if you don't have kids? There's a lot of young people that have jobs that are working that know they don't want kids till they can are financially stable or they don't want kids till they're at a certain point in their career, which is smart. And I agree with that. Um, 
yada young people are they're not all living the same like and you know what if you're in a situation where you can't afford kids that's not my problem I kind of don't care like people don't care about the problems I have so why should I care about the problems they have that's how I feel I'm tired of people trying to sugarcoat shit and make this seem like this is a world where if you make a mistake uh it's okay and and you know I, I mean I've seen it I've seen the problems with people having kids and they can't afford them it's really horrible kids end up living a life where they they're limited and that's unfair to the child not only is it unfair to the child, but it's unfair to the parent because they're not living. Like you're sacrificing time that you needed to become better for yourself with a kid. Like you, you got to cognitively think about this. Like young people, right? Like, do you really want to be in that place? And what the hell does that have to do with me? Nothing fucking nothing yet they want to act like it's my responsibility to take care of an entire group of people my responsibility his responsibility their responsibility they try to punish people that make a certain amount of money uh they make it seem like we have to work together as a group but you see the people that aren't making any money the people that don't have any jobs the people that only get jobs so they can file income tax to get money for their kids those people why do they deserve anything why do they deserve a tax credit why are we talking about this that's the greed i'm talking about these politicians get money and then they want to use our tax money for shit that doesn't matter here we go again not only do politicians do this but religion does it too do you know that during covid many churches around the United States of America and probably the world were trying to convince people to go to church and die. Why? Because churches need people to stay afloat. Why? Because they don't have any other source of income. And while I while I enjoy church and I, I and I enjoy speaking of God, I love reading the Bible. Um it it was very influential and it it's so important to have read that piece of just glorious knowledge. I'm the first one to tell you that religion is business. Um, it is. They want you to give money or they want you to like on their social media platforms or they want you to listen. It's one of those things. It's a game. And during COVID, they showed who, exactly who they were. Granted, religion was dying before, but it's really dying now. The greed of religion and money and lying and the abuse of power and all the things that have happened with Christianity, it all ends up falling. And, and you know what? That's great. They found out that more Catholic priests or more people from that side of religion were doing a bunch of stuff they weren't doing and they've been doing it for decades yeah no surprise and do you know that it's not cool that religious people like to utilize their religion to okay them saying things that don't make any sense maybe there's a god who's not judgmental like they set him out to be maybe there's a god who's not exactly who they think he is and do you know what the greatest part of religion is they don't actually know god they know his word but they haven't actually met him and i'd like to say that god's far greater far grandiose far out of this world something we cannot imagine in a human mind so for you to think you matter as much as he does to charge people to potentially put people's lives in danger for money so these pastors can have houses and money and kids and put their kids in college and blah 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 blah. it's just a game and the only people that are getting paid played is the poor people that go to the church and do you know that they go after the poor people the middle class people the people that are barely making ends meet that's who they go after and and I'm not saying I don't like church. I'm not saying I have anything against it. I'm not saying I don't think people should have their own religion. 
I think people can do whatever they want, but don't tell me what I have to believe in and don't make it me feel like I have to do something. I don't have to do anything. No one has that power over me. I can believe in God all I want to, and I do. And if you don't want to believe in God, then you don't have to. Believe in whatever you want, but don't go around telling me what the hell I have to do. That's another greedy part of religion. The idea that you get to have, you get to tell me what I need to do. No, you can't tell me anything. So keep it moving. Yeah. Not only is it religion and politics, but it's in it's in money. There's greed in money. Because the idea that corporations don't want to pay taxes, that Wall Street wants to get a bailout, that people that are at the top want to act like they're not at the top, that liberals want to just keep handing out things and and not looking at a price tag there's so many issues with greediness not only in the united states of america but basically in any country like people are typically dipping their hands in different baskets and doing a whole bunch of stuff they're not supposed to do but guess what in the end you end up getting it back twofold. So when you deliberately go out of your way to do something deceitful and you lie and you do something bad and you're breaking the law and you're doing things that are wrong, you're going to get it back. And and guess what, politics? The legislation for taxes and all this money and everything should probably be written differently for people that are politicians. They shouldn't be able to have any money in the stock market. They shouldn't be affiliated with anyone in Wall Street, anyone that's selling weapons. There should be nothing where they've done that. And almost every politician has a lender, has someone that is giving them money. They have owners. I mean, donors. No, but let's just be real. It's owners that put their hands up their back like they're puppets and make them talk. So... That's greed. And you know what? At some point, the greediness is going to be their ending. So I guess we could just look forward to that together. Next part of our conversation. Where to shop for the fall? So it's fall and you're wondering, I kind of want to redecorate this room. How do I do this? I mean, you always look at Wayfair. It's fall and you're wondering, I kind of want to get this ready for Christmas. I want a new, like, uh, tablecloth. Uh, that's where I can recommend TJ Maxx, Marshalls, Target. I guess Walmart. I don't really shop in Walmart. I'm still boycotting them. Because uh, I don't know, like what the president of Walmart did with uh, some of his actions in the last year. And I also don't like the way the people that work there get treated. So I'm, I, I think for me personally, I'm just going to stay away from Walmart. But um, if you're not like me, you're not boycotting them forever, then you can shop in there. Um, There's a bunch of other stores, too. And, you know, if you go on Amazon, did you know that if you're looking for specific things, if you, like, type in the specific things you're looking on Amazon, you can find specific stores that sell them. Also, Etsy is a great way to shop, too, for the fall. If you want to get, like, cute things for your door or your living room or your bedrooms or, you know, your office or, you know... Uh, that's if you're working from home. A lot of people are still working from home. Um, I, that's pretty great. And it's a great time to shop. You know, shopping online is always an option outside of just going in a brick and mortar store. And there's so many ways that you can shop. Like, this Bed Bath & Beyond, uh, the app is really amazing. And they, they have this club that you can get into. I think it's $35. And you get, like, a specific discount off of things that are getting delivered. And I got to tell you, I got a couple of things over there. I got a new toaster oven on there. It's touchscreen. I love it. I got an ice cream maker. And it when I make ice cream, it's like it, like I'm an ice cream maker. So that's fun, too. Um, there's just so much you can do. So do it. Utilize these online portals and platforms and, and have as much fun as you want to. If you want to go in the store or you want to shop online, there's so many options between Etsy and Amazon and eBay and even Walmart and Target and, and all these actual stores. I mean, there's just too many options for you. There's even Zulily. Granted, the shipping on Zulily takes a while, but, dude, shopping couldn't be easier. It couldn't. So... Enjoy that. Uh, next part of the conversation. Is a home gym better than going to the gym? A home gym's better, duh. 
Um, I mean, with a home gym, you don't have to worry about dealing with other people making you feel like you're not good enough at the gym, whether it's a female or a male, muscles. Also, I don't like the way they don't clean up gyms. It's gross. Granted, I had workout world, but there was a couple times at workout world where people would leave equipment and they would leave it all sweaty and gross and it would just freak me out. Like, I don't know. Like, I don't like it. And if you have a busy schedule, right? Like, you work full time. You might not have time to get to the gym before or after you get out of work. Like, like with my crazy work schedule, I wouldn't want to be having to drive to a gym after. Like, I don't have time for that. Like, I, I wouldn't be able to do it. Like, I think I would drive myself insane. And on the weekends, if I have a weekend off, I don't want to be driving to the gym when I could be podcasting or coming up with ideas for my website that I'm still trying to figure out. Don't judge me on that. Um, I just, I think that home gyms are better. You can set it up whatever way you want. You know, you can really utilize any space in your home and really make it your gym. Like, I recommend you get a Peloton or uh, the bike or the uh, treadmill. I recommend maybe you get a, uh, a mirror or they have something that got fit. Um, I don't really like any other products. Uh, the next product that I'm getting is going to be a mirror. Um, where am I going to put that in our house? I haven't figured that out yet, but it is coming and I can't wait for it to be here. Um, that's definitely going to be fun. Um, I feel like creating your home gym allows you to focus more on your goals, where you want to be and your home. So you're comfortable and you don't care about anyone else. Now, I'm not saying everyone has low self-esteem and no confidence in themselves. And when they see other people doing things, they don't think they can do it. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying in this COVID environment, it's just one less thing to worry about if you have a home gym. Because if you're working from home and you're trying to spend more time in your home with your family, going to the gym is one less is one way to keep you away from that so home gyms are better and you end up saving more money when you're at home you're not driving to the gym you're not spending gas money you're not spending some ridiculous amount of money to get the membership because i know when you get la fitness they make you pay like 300 dollars up front um yeah don't do it just don't do it just skip it don't don't do it like, I ended up canceling my um, Workout World membership. It just, it, it wasn't what I wanted. And I don't miss it. So, there's that. Next part of our conversation. 007. There's just no time to die, no time to die. I... Finally, it came out. And it was worth waiting for. I'm not going to tell you. Anything about this movie, I'm just going to tell you to go see it. Oh, my God. From the first opening scene to the end. Phenomenal. It's everything you want in a James Bond film. Who knows what's going to be next for James Bond, uh, where they're going to go with the story. But I'm excited. Uh, You know, uh, they're able to carry out these James Bond films very good. And they're able to take some of the characters to... Uh, Infinity and beyond. So we'll see what they do next with it. I just got to tell you, you need to go see it. Um, If you've got time before you go to the movies, watch Spectre first and then go see this. Just so you're fully aware of what's going on with Daniel Craig and uh, M and uh, Miss Moneypenny and and, uh, what's his name? Um, All the other characters. Q. You, you're just going to want to remember that movie before you go to the next one. I, I, I just recommend that. Definitely. Um, it was exceptional. I'll just leave that at that. Go see it. Uh, next part of our conversation. Let the horror begin. Yeah, let the horror begin. Like, can we watch scary movies all day? I'm so glad that Food Network uh, put scary movies on. Yet, scary shows on where they're building pumpkins and all this horror stuff. That's great. Shudder seems to be doing a good job with horror. 
uh sci-fi channel has had a lot of movies on uh looks like amc is breaking into scary like yeah let's just watch scary things all day every day we could like it netflix has been doing a good job on horror um we watched this movie about a house um what was the name of it uh uh i'm forgetting it It's about a house and these teenagers. It's your typical horror movie, but it's pretty good. And um, I think you're going to like it. It's on Netflix. Uh, it's it's really different. Um, I can't remember the name of it, for the love of God. It's horror, but it's really good. And um, I think you'll like it, especially if you like horror or you liked um, Fair Street. Then you're going to like this movie. Just... <clears throat> they got it seems like they're doing better with scary so you know netflix hulu like amazon has a couple of scary things on there but you really got to look through that um even if you've got xfinity you got to go like you know horror movie by horror movie to make sure you're finding the right thing you know i could definitely tell you that um but yeah you're you're gonna find things that are gonna be amazing so i say enjoy it Anyways, next part of our conversation, outside of horror, which you know I love, <clears throat> that you can find basically anywhere. Now, you can find it on any of those platforms, but, but if you're looking for, like, really good horror, I recommend start with Hulu. They've got some really great horror movies on there. Like, some of your typical stories, but, like, the horror isn't, like, right away. It's, like, it takes time for it to burn, like, so it's good. Like, so I definitely think you'll like that. Um, basically, uh, we're looking for good horror, not okay horror. We're looking for, I can't wait to watch this. And I think you'll definitely find that if you take time and you actually look for it. Um, it's there. Netflix is doing a phenomenal job this year. Hulu's doing a great job. I mean, you gotta look through Amazon. Shutter has a bunch of stuff on there. Um, these, this is where you're looking for horror this year. Exactly what I just said. Next part of our conversation these cable network shows suck. Yeah, they do suck. Why is there still a uh, Law & Order SVU? Like, the chick that's playing it, like, her character, like, aren't we tired of seeing her face? Why do they keep trying to come out with these cable network shows that are not that great? Like, the way they do shows on cable cannot be compared to Epix, HBO, Netflix, Hulu. Like, they don't have the same amount of money. So, like, it's sad. And granted... I guess this was inevitable that we would be able to see the difference between cable and these other options. And once you can see the difference, it's just like night and day. Now, I'm not going to say that I don't like Animal Kingdom on um, TNT or don't like a bunch of the other things that they have. Some of the shows that they have available. I definitely do like Food Network. Uh, HGTV is pretty entertaining. Outside of those things, I can't tell you what's on TV because I don't really watch it. Um, I'm more of an HBO, FX, Netflix type of a person. I'll even mess with Hulu and I'll do Amazon. And uh, depending on what's next on Marvel, I'll be on uh, Disney+. Plus. Though That's where I'm watching. Uh, I will tell you that uh, On Demand has things available. So you never know when you'll find something good on there. But like actual cable... Like, it's it's not good. Like, the acting is bad. And, and you can tell the difference between how much money they're spending on it. Because it's bad. It's just, eh. It's mediocre. Like, and I guess we can't expect anything outside of mediocreness in a, in a, in a time frame where just they're being far surpassed by other things. And they can't keep up. And... At some point, people aren't even going to watch TV. So, 
I don't know, man. They are running out of time. Speaking of time to die, it's cable's time to die. Ding, ding. Yeah, because they suck. Network TV shows are horrible. Do you know that CBS is creating a show about some guy who's able to jump time? Like, and like his name is like Daniel. Like, that's the, the whole premise of the show. Fox came out with a su- show called Good Son or whatever, and they canceled it after not even two seasons of it. Like, dude, come on, man. Like, stop. Like, it's, just stop. Gross, dude. Gross. Speaking of the fact that TV sucks, let's get into this part of the conversation. Who is it that watches daytime TV? Is it stay-at-home dads? Is it I work from home so I can watch TV? Is it stay-at-home moms? Is it elderly people? Is it retired people? Is it people that work at nursing homes? Is it people that are in a hospital? Who is daytime TV for? Because, like, they have the show called The Talk on daytime TV. Who listens to that? Megan, whatever her name is, is a complete nightmare. Half of the people on that show suck. Like, honestly, the only person I care about on there is Whoopi, just because she seems more human. And, like, her comedy is really great. Uh, That show probably needs to be turned off. I know that Oprah gave uh, whatever that lady's name is a show. And there's a bunch of crap. I mean, honestly, I don't even know what's on TV during the day outside of the talk. And the only reason I know that that's there is because... That annoying lady was on there that wouldn't shut up about Black Lives Matter and she pissed me off. Outside of that, like, what is on daytime TV? Is it, uh, uh, soap operas? Are those still on TV? Like, I don't know. Like, I don't even know what channel. Like, I don't know anything about daytime TV. So this is really a question I'm asking. Who watches this stuff? Like, because I worked from home for a year, right? And I didn't look at it. I had soccer on all day while I was working. Soccer or baseball. No, sorry. Soccer or golf. I did soccer, golf, or tennis. And that's what I had on during the day. Uh, Or I had on, uh, like, mysteries. Or, like, I would put something on from Netflix. Or I, I really wasn't even watching it. Because if you're working, you can't actually watch TV. It's more so for background noise. Um, but um, outside of those, like, four or five options, who's actually watching it? Like, this is great. I can't wait to see this episode tomorrow. No one. Isn't that for, like, a a, a, a knit, like, a small percentage of people? Like, it's it, it's not good. It It's just... From what we're discussing right now, it really just sounds really bad. Like, TV is failing. I don't know. They're failing. Next part of our conversation. How long should they wait to tell us when another season is coming out? I wish that Netflix would do it sooner because you kind of got to keep going on there to see if there's another season coming out. I'm still waiting to see if uh, that show on Apple Plus is coming out with season two, but I haven't seen anything about that. Uh, there's really, I I'd give it a couple weeks. Like I say, that's fair because it's not like movies. It's not like it's a preview for a movie that's coming out soon. Like it's a show, so there's gonna be episodes. It's a season. Like so, I want to know that's coming out sooner than later. So I can prepare and be ready for that. It's it's not a movie. It's not like when I was, you know, I knew James Bond was coming out in October and we needed to get tickets opening night because it was going to sell out. Like, that's the thing about box office movies like that. They sell out and it was totally sold out. Um, granted, Skip got the tickets, you know, in the morning and we had to go later in the day. Uh, but it was it was really, really it was back to normal at the movie theater. Um, and I liked seeing that. But when it comes to shows, or even if it comes to a movie in a series, I feel like they should tell us that it's coming out sooner than later. Like, is there going to be another Fast and Furious? When's it coming out? Who's going to be in it? If they are doing another 007, when's that coming out? Granted, it took this long for this 007 to come out. So when's the next one coming out? You know, like, are we going to see Q in it? 
is Miss Moneypenny going to be in it? Like, uh, where's this 007 going to take place? Is it going to be in Britain or is it going to be in London? Is he going to do stuff in the United States of America? Like, we need to know this stuff. It's very entertaining. What cars are going to be in this? Uh, you know, like, there's a lot going on here. And, you know, as a watcher, as a viewer, you want to know sooner than later when the next season or series is coming out. So tell us sooner than later. Thank you. Next part of our conversation, let's get into food talk. Making bread at home could be fun. It can be fun and it can be easy. All you need to do is get some eggs, baking powder. You need to get, uh, you definitely need to get some other ingredients. It's depending on what you're putting in the bread too. You know, flour is definitely important. You're going to need some water, I bet. You're going to have to roll out the dough. You're going to need some, uh, you're going to need some space. So, like, if your kitchen isn't big, maybe don't try to do this there. Maybe get a bread maker instead of trying to roll it out on a counter. I know my kitchen isn't as big as I want it to be, but next place we move, it will be. So, I'm just going to be positive and say that. Um... You really have to find a recipe that's creating a bread that you want to eat. Like, and I know you're thinking, why would I want to create bread? That sounds like a nightmare. Yeah, it sounds like a nightmare, but homemade bread is likely better than not homemade bread. It's likely healthier for you and the flavor tastes better. And you can really make the flavor any way you want it to be. So that's why I'm promoting that. Um, and I think you're going to like it. Uh, what's the next part of the conversation? There's bread machines. Uh, you can get a certain pan to make it in. If you've got a really great oven, it's definitely going to be something that's going to be fun. And why not try it? I mean, we should be trying things that maybe we wouldn't ordinarily do to see what how it comes out. So I definitely say try it. Try making bread and see if you like it. You might be very surprised. Next part of our conversation, are all smoothies good? I don't know. Like... Would a green bean smoothie be good? Like green beans and like uh, spinach. Maybe if you added something like some berries in with it, it would taste okay. But I, it, it's depending on what you're mixing in with it and how you're making it. Like, are you using a specific type of uh, blender like a KitchenAid or are you using a Ninja? How are you mixing it? Are you using a blend jet? What are you mixing in with it? Are you using almond milk? Are you using regular milk? Are you using silk? Are you using frozen? Uh, are you using frozen fruit? Like, how are you making this? Like, this is all important. Uh, are you are you putting, like, some vanilla in it? Like, how are you getting the taste to be, like, exquisite? Like, these are all important things. And I... I don't know if every smoothie is going to taste good. It's depending on... How you're mixing it, the consistency of it. Uh, are you putting ice in it or are you using frozen fruit? Are you using fresh fruit? Like, these are important things. Like, um, but I think that smoothies can be good. Like, you just have to know what you're mixing in with it. Uh, and you can make any smoothie good, so I say try it. Next part of conversation, what can we put in soup? Basically anything. If you can get the broth really good like if you're making like a, a chinese soup like i'm like making hot and sour soup if you can get the broth to taste exceptional you can basically put anything in there that you want like and i know you're thinking what do you mean i mean that i mean like you can literally put some shrimp in there you can put some sausage you can put some some potatoes some green beans make like a cheese sauce make some broth mix that all together there you go. You just made a soup. You just made your meal prep. That's going to last a week. You can eat some of it for dinner. You can Maybe you can pour some of that over a rice if you want to eat it for like meals and stuff. Like you can really do whatever you want with soup. You can make your own chicken noodle soup by making your own noodles and maybe chopping up a rotisserie chicken with some uh, spinach. You can really be inventive or you can make your own Mexican soup. By getting some chicken or some chorizo, uh, put, putting a little bit of Mexican rice in there, you know, chopping up maybe a jalapeno, some peppers, 
you know, really get that Mexican flair. You can make your own Italian soup by getting some uh, Italian sausages, maybe put some tortellini in there, use a, bit, a little bit of uh, uh, marinara, you know, you, you really could make like a wedding soup, like to tortellini, like there's so much you could do with whatever you've already got. And I know you're thinking, how do I make that with that? You got to get creative. Maybe look at Pinterest, maybe look at YouTube, maybe find a recipe book. I have a lot of recipe books and you know, you can get those recipes books wherever you can get them at the Goodwill, Salvation Army, Savers, you can go on eBay or, or Amazon. You can find so many great things. So I say, go find it and enjoy it. Cooking soup is fun. So I definitely recommend you make that in a crock pot or you make that in a really like I have deep like pans like I have I have a crock pot so if I'm going to make soup I'm going to use that because I feel like that's the best way to do it there's something about putting it in like the crock pot that puts all the flavors together in a way that you can't get that with like a normal saucepan so if you're going to make soup do it that way it's just definitely going to be delicious and it's definitely going to be something you're going to love i could definitely tell you that next part of the conversation to cheese or not to cheese and i gotta just tell you we cheese we cheese everything cheese on everything melted cheesy cheesy good cream cheese sour cheese cheese on everything mexican with cheese italian with cheese just cheese everything Yes, cheese, please. Cheesy, 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 cheesy. Whether it's Monterey Jack, Swiss, cheddar, whatever you want to do, cheese me, please. Extra cheese on a side of cheese with cheese, please. Cheesy, cheesy, cheese. We like the cheese on the pizza that's dripping off like water. So when you taste it, it's hot. It's like they just took it out of the oven and it's perfect. We are cheese. Cheese me, please. Anyways, that is the end of the podcast. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Born Star, Born Star, Born Star. Where you recognize, where you recognize your star. Because you're a star wherever you are. Happy holiday. Uh, I don't know if it's Indigenous Day. I don't know if it's Columbus Day. But whatever holiday it is, hope you're enjoying it. I'll see you tomorrow. Bye.